Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Hey, guys. Hey, we had some technical difficulties. We are going to call this part two of Marriage Matters, episode six. Um, still here with Jasmine, and uh, she was just talking a little bit about um, what did she think uh, would be beneficial for someone who was pursuing um, marriage counseling. Before that, um, just as someone's picking up right in the middle, uh, she was able to share with us a little bit about um the character of the person that she was looking at marrying and how she kind of studied him and how important that was um, as far as looking for um, what he said and his actions to match up. I thought that was um, really important and beneficial for people to keep in mind. And I, and I don't think that age really matters. You know, Jasmine mentioned a couple of times that she was young when she got married, but I think at any age we need to um, be intentional about um looking at, examining, even researching, if you want to call it, um, the character of the person that we are considering spending the rest of our life with. Would you agree, Jasmine? Absolutely. So we had talked about um, why you um, wanted to get married. Um, You said that you guys were friends for a few years and then dating began. You talked a little bit about um, you guys' perspective about divorce. Like it really wasn't a thing because of that whole starry-eyed, you know, oh, my gosh, we're in love, we're going to spend the rest of our life together. So you guys didn't really talk about it too much before you got married, and that did um, prove to be a little detrimental, or maybe I shouldn't minimize it, detrimental um, or tenuous um, during the course of your marriage. Correct. Absolutely. <laughs> so recommending, you know, let's talk about like what are what are our, I guess, trigger points or what are our weaknesses or what are our perspectives, personal beliefs about the vows that we make to the other person and to God and what is our responsibility to God and to the other person because nobody's perfect, not us, not the person that we are um, joining in marriage. So it is important to say, hey, listen, um, this is what I'm going to tolerate, this is what I'm not going to tolerate, or, um, you know, this is my perspective on how to handle this or how to handle that, or divorce is not a thing, you're stuck with me forever, no matter what, till death do us part, like really, 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 I mean it, and I understand what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that those are, are conversations, those are the ways to approach that conversation? Yeah, I think that it's just important to be as as honest um, as possible. I mean, this is not a time when you're considering getting married um, to to put on the front. Like, you show exactly who you are, um, you know, your preferences, your desires, your wants, your wishes, um, your your weaknesses as well. And as hard as that may sound to do, I think it's really important because the worst thing you want to do is get into a marriage and um, reveal that you're somebody who you didn't you know, reveal before, pretend to be somebody that you're not. 
Yeah, that's very scary. And you did mention that before, that you decided to share yourself up front, share yourself in regards to information that would have um, increased intimacy up front because you didn't want to wait and say, here am I, and the person would be like, whoa, whoa, I didn't sign up for that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that happened. And I think the fact that we were, you know, friends first too, I think that that, that helped, right? You know, it, mm-hmm. we already had this, 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 this brotherly love, if you will, um, mm. that I wanted what was best for him, right? And so if I wasn't the best girl for him and vice versa, he wasn't the best guy for me, again, um, you know, the deal breakers um, would have revealed that. And I would have yeah. been happy to just say, hey, you know, I'm not the right one, but best wishes to you. <laughs> You say that so easily, <laughs> like it just sounds so casual, like, hey, I'm not, I'm, that's all right. But you know what, Jasmine, I have a belief that that's exactly what dating is. People think that dating is um, just lining yourself up to marry that person. No, 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 no. Dating is exactly that. It's checking out to say, hey, this may or may not be the relationship right. that's going to go to the next level. And to be able to, at the end of it to be like, hey, um, I don't think this is going to work. But I wish you the best. I'll see you around. So Mm -hmm. that is exactly what dating should be. That's a beautiful thing. Now, you mentioned being friends first a number of times. How did you guys handle platonic relationships? Because I'm sure you had other friends and he had other friends. Um, Yeah, I don't think that that was too much of a a challenge for us. We, um, you know, my husband is very, very social um, or sociable, I should say. Uh, Mm -hmm. He has tons of friends. Um, so actually, maybe, maybe let me step back, and this is helpful for me to again to be on the balcony. Um, when we first got married, actually, I felt like yeah, he had tons of friends, like I knew he did, um, mm-hmm. but that was I was a little bit of a bone of contention, you know. He, um, you know, would go out and do things with them, and you know, I wanted my time, you know, I'm I'm the wife, you know. Um, so that was certainly something that I did have to adjust to, um, just knowing. But I, I already knew in my head that, yes, he's sociable and he has tons of friends, um, but I didn't want to feel neglected. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was something that was, was interesting now that I think back on it. That's interesting because I always ask about platonic um, friendships, mm-hmm. but in some cases it, it doesn't have to be platonic relation, platonic mm-hmm. friendships that create um, a little bit of stress on the relationship. It, it might just be having a mass of friends involved um, mm-hmm. interacting. Like maybe you, you guys may not be getting enough um, just us time because there's always like 10 other people around. So um, being a friendly person is, you know, we would like to think that that's a really great thing. Um, there just has to be a balance. Um, how, do, how do you how do you create or address that balance? Because you don't want to sound like a jerk. Like, right. gosh, could you just, like, ease up? It's just like, you always have to be with your boys. Like, can you just chill? Like, you don't want to sound like a jerk. Like, or you don't want to sound like you need to get a life, you know? So how yeah. does that – either either does the conversation need to be addressed before marriage, or is it something that you just have to make a mental note of? But what do you think? How do you think that? Yeah, I think, um, well, in general, I think that marriage is, is hard to explain or describe. Um, until you're really married, right? So it's, mm. it's just like, you know, you can't say what the water feels like until you jump in, right? Um, mm. And so again, when we, before we got married, his his friends and the fact that he was so loyal, I think I mentioned that before, right. it was a major, um, you know, attraction for me. I just like the mm. fact that he was so, you know, outgoing and um, loyal to all of his friends. But then when we got married, um, you know, my insecurities that I had, um, 
they would make me feel a certain way and make me get jealous of the fact that he, you know, he spent, quote, unquote, too much time um, with his friends. I think the way that I came to accept that or to move on from that um, was just to continue to make the time that we shared incredibly, you know, valuable and be conscientious about the time that we um, would go out and, and do all these types of things. And um, I just had to build my own security level to be like, you know, great, he's out with his friends, we go out with my friends, or, you know, let me continue to invest in my hobby that I like to do um, mm. as well. Um, and so, yeah, I just kind of had to change my perspective and the way how I looked at it um, as I matured to be like, oh, that's okay, he's doing his thing, I'm doing my thing, and we do our things together sometimes, and we do our things mm-hmm. um, separately as well. And just that level of comfort um, and peace, it just it, it came over time. Beautiful. So you mentioned that, you know, it was something that you kind of had to resolve um, within mm-hmm. yourself um, to, mm-hmm. to, to, to get some peace and resolution on that. Um, so apparently your husband is still a very sociable person. Um, what would you say <laughs> has changed um, about your husband from the person that you were dating to the person that you married? Was there anything that you were just like, whoa, oh, hi? Yeah. Um, well, I think the introduction of having a child, um, you know, that, has allowed me to see my husband in a new light, right? So now he's no longer just my husband. He's also my baby daddy. He's also, mm-hmm. My, mm-hmm. you know, my child's father. So, um, you know, I think it's been really beautiful just to see how he has a close bond with our son. Um, mm-hmm. That's been really, it's been really beautiful, again, just to see how that has developed over time um, from when our child was, you know, when he was an infant, um, to to now as he's seven and doing so many different things and just the bond that they have together is is quite miraculous to see and I enjoy seeing him continue to grow as a father. So that wasn't something that you were able to foresee. Like some people say, oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. they're going to just make such a beautiful father or it's just going to be such an awesome Mm -hmm. mom. I just know it. That was something that you just had to be experiencing as, as it happened. Yeah, actually, you know, as we as we went through premarital counseling, I think that was one of the things that I knew I was getting into that could potentially be a challenge, actually, because um, he grew up in a single family home with his mother, um, mm-hmm. didn't quite, you know, have the closest relationship with his father. Um, and so, you know, I knew that that was actually something that I knew the Lord was going to have to give him strength and wisdom in order to navigate that path, being that it had never been effectively modeled for him in his own home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome and very important. Um, something mm-hmm. else that might be really important, um, maybe for you, I'm not sure if you've heard the saying, um, start mm-hmm. how you want to finish. Um, mm-hmm. What was it that you needed to um, continue doing? Something that you started doing that you needed to continue doing or something that maybe you, you didn't, you know, follow that that model, um, what was it, you know, that you probably should have continued doing or, you know, vice versa, might have been disappointed about um, or he might have been disappointed that you ha- um, kind of just dropped that off <laughs> and, and, you know, when you stopped being his girlfriend. Um, mm-hmm. How important is that to start how you want to finish? Absolutely. I'm a huge fan of Stephen Covey and just the, the seven habits of highly effective people, um, successful people. And, um, it's interesting. I, I, I really can say that I think our marriage has been a a journey. Um, you know, I think one of the things that we 
did um, when we started our marriage, you know, we were very um, spiritual. We prayed a lot together. We read the Bible a lot together. Um, we really allowed um, ourselves to, you know, try to hear from God as it relates to what he wanted us to do. And I would say that that's still true today, that we still strive to hear from God and what he wants us to do in our marriage mm-hmm. and in our home um, that we've set up. Um, I, I do think that if I could go back in time, I would also remind myself not to sweat the small stuff. I think that some mm-hmm. of the challenges that we had in our marriage early on were, you know, over little things um, that were just misconstrued or were taken out of, um, yeah, taken out of context or just be allowed to blow up over something that wasn't a big deal. Um, mm. And just now in, in year 12, as it's getting, you know, sweeter and, and easier um, or just different um, is that we have learned just to be like, ah, oh, you know, that's just El Rey or, ah, oh, that's just Jasmine. Um, mm-hmm. This level of just kind of respect for our identity and who we are um, and also for when something really matters and when something doesn't matter, we're able to distinguish between the two a little bit better. Um, so as it relates to starting and um, and ending how we want to uh, begin or how we begin, I would say just, I would say those things that, you know, we want to make sure that we, um, continue to keep God at the center um, and allowing him to help us make good choices in our relationship and then also um, having a more discernment around what really matters and what, is some, what are the things that we can let go. You people, that was a great way to end this chat. Um, I'm just going to kind of recap some of the things that you highlighted that might be key or important for people to kind of keep in mind as they're moving through their dating or courting process. Um, And I think that something you said earlier was that it contributed a little bit of, uh, I don't know if it was conflict, but it contributed a little bit of um, tension maybe (laughs) to the relationship was not knowing who you were. Um, Mm -hmm. Before we go into like a a wrap-up, how does someone get to know who who they are? Is it through the process of marriage, like just going through it like you did, kind of, you know, the bumpy road? Is there mm-hmm. something that you can recommend to help people kind of get to know um, who they are and maybe that will help them to facilitate dealing with the baggage that's bound to be unloaded on this journey? Yeah, I, I think what is what was helpful for me is that I just came to a place where I just embraced who, who I am um, and celebrated you know, who I am and celebrating both my strengths and also my, my growth areas, mm-hmm. um, you know, just saying, Hey, you know, this is, this is who I am. This is my story. Um, mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. these are the challenges that I've overcome or these are the challenges that I'm still working through. You know, I'm not done yet. You know, I'm God's masterpiece piece. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I also did go to counseling on my own separate mm-hmm. from my husband, you know, and I think that that was helpful um, for me. Um, and I think just to build confidence, I think you just have to, again, just kind of look, look up, don't look around at what everyone else is doing. I know that we Mm -hmm. live in a really high, um, you know, social media age where it's so easy to fall into the trap of what everyone else is doing and what they're Mm -hmm. wearing and what they're doing and, you know, just all everything about other people. Um, and you know, we are not to be envious of people. I think that I had fallen into that, um, 
to some degree, just, you know, well, look at those folks. They just got married and they look like everything's going well and, <laughs> and blah, blah, blah. You know, you can't compare. Um, it's a know, trap. My journey is, it, yeah, it's a trap. And my journey is my journey. Your journey is your journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and I celebrate all that God is doing for other people. Um, but I also celebrate what God is doing for me and the, the areas where I still need to grow. You know, I celebrate that as well because, you know, I am, you know, like I said, a masterpiece. And um, that, I think, is really important for for men and women to understand in marriage, um, just who they are, uh, what they stand for, um, who they belong to, and what they can contribute, and um, just the beauty of humanity. I think that that's something that I, I think about a lot. And again, hopefully you can hear that I've matured over the years. If you had talked to, talked to me 12 years ago, I don't know if I'd would have had these words or had um, this level of, of reflection. So I'm really grateful for where God has brought me and where he's continuing to lead us in our marriage together. Um, and I'm excited about the years to come. And that makes your sharing all the more valuable to us. So in conclusion, <laughs> I think that, um, you know, I, I I just want to kind of shimmy down a little bit of, of what you said, which was one thing that's really important is um, in marriage, don't sweat the small stuff. Be humble, um, and that's before and after the actual marriage. And in dating, it's important to be intentional. Like if you know that these are the qualities um, of the person, don't go, you know, messing around with people who just don't are not demonstrating those qualities. Like, That's be intentional. Right. Look for that, and then make sure that the person's um, what they're saying to you is their actions are lining up with that, and you'll get to see that in their interactions with other friends, um, in their ability to be able to spend time with you doing your hobbies, and vice versa, and. Um, and I think that that's kind of starting how you want to finish is, hey, if you're going to be, you know, joining them in some hobbies and vice versa, then that should probably continue into the marriage um, so that people don't feel gypped. <laughs> and mm-hmm. also to be very focused on the fact that you're not just committing to this person, but you're committing to God to love and take care of this person, and he's going to hold you accountable to that word. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's- Sounds sounds about it. Jasmine, thank you again so much um, for your time um, as a busy professional, as a wife, and as a mom, and a friend to many. Though you say you're an introvert, you are a friend to many. And so (laughs) thank you so much for sharing yourself, um, sharing your insights, um, and some of your personal experiences. I pray that it will benefit you, our listeners, in how you decide to move forward um, in your relationships, in your life, and in your decision-making. We wish you the best, and until the next, it's been Marriage Matters, and we'll talk soon. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.